Hey there, everybody. Welcome to an all-new episode of Faux Real. I'm really excited to have you on this episode, guys. Are you taking those moments? Are you taking some breaths? We've gone through a lot this year. A lot has happened. A lot continues to happen. It's been one insane thing after another. I gotta tell you, today I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling fine and fancy free to have you here on this episode with me. It's almost the end of the year, guys. We're almost through this. <laughs> We're very nearly there. It's December 1st, so that means it's the Christmas season. Yes! Yes! Jingle bells and Batman smells and uh, stockings hung with care and Christmas trees and I'm ready for it all. That's right, pour me another glass of eggnog. Uh, guys, do you like eggnog? Have, have you, do you drink the regular eggnog or do you have one of those? Do you, do you uh, skew off into the wild blue yonder of the soy eggnogs or the, um, I think there's like a, um, I heard about a coconut eggnog. Have you guys tried this? I haven't had any of the outskirt eggnogs yet, but uh, I gotta tell you, I am an eggnog fiend. Don't mind that police car going through in the background. <laughs> Independent audio recording, guys. This is uh, this is how we do here in LA. Just completely ignore that. I'm I'm not gonna cut it out. I'm keeping all of this in because this is uh, this is Los Angeles for you, ladies and gentlemen. If you decide to move here along with the other however many millions of us there are in this city now, uh, you're going to be uh, putting up with it. So just uh, think about that ahead of time, you know. Um, anyway, really excited about the Christmas season, really excited for 2020 to be done. And I'm especially excited on this episode because I am going to share with you my awesome conversation with the actress Sophie Dalla, who hails from Sydney, Australia, and now lives here in L.A., and she's just a darn delight. She's awesome. She has been seen in Unbroken with Angelina Jolie and a really cool independent feature called Satanic, starring Sarah Hyland. She has a awesome food... Um, She's a great cook, too. She's been doing a lot of uh, baking and things during the pandemic, and so she she uh, has an awesome new cooking show coming out called A Quick Pickle, so uh, keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. And uh, she's just awesome. We had a really good time speaking with her. So uh, before we get to our conversation, of course, I want to direct you, as always, to the Faux Real Patreon, which is just patreon.com forward slash Faux Real. There is no pod on that link. It's just patreon.com forward slash R-E-A-L. Or I'm sorry, F-A-U-X-R-E-A-L. And... Guys, you can find all sorts of awesome stuff there. You get exclusive and unique access to uh, episodes before anyone else. Uh, you get to see the video versions of the episodes before anyone else. You can send me suggestions for guests that you would love to hear on the show. Oh, it's so awesome. And um, and just for a few bucks. Throw me a few bucks. Just just throw it right at my face. Just just take it out of your wallet and just flick it right at my head. I won't take offense. I won't be annoyed or upset. I'll just be like, oh, thank you very much. And I will put it in my pocket and it will go right into the Patreon and you will get 
all this amazing exclusive access to all of the excellent things. So um, besides that, I will tell you that the episodes I have coming out before the end of the year are some of the coolest episodes that I've ever had, including this one. You won't believe it. You won't believe the guests. You won't believe the content. You won't believe what's coming up and coming out. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. You won't believe it. So stay tuned. Keep listening. Uh, I also want to give an extra special shout out to um, all my new listeners across the world, including Chile, where I recently uh, learned that um, this show is pretty popular over there. I think um, I'm pretty sure that has to do with one specific person, and she knows who she is. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, thank you so much, Chile, for listening to this show and checking it out. Keep listening. Keep downloading. Share it with your friends. Share it with your enemies. Share it with your parents. Share it with your grandparents. Share it with your high school friends that you haven't talked to for 25 years, but you'll be able to find them on Facebook. Just send them up and be like, hey, I just heard this awesome podcast with Deb and Wilder. It's it's pretty awesome. You should definitely take a listen. So thank you, Chile. Thank you, uh, global listeners, my uh, my all my faux real family. And I uh, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And as always, without further ado, let's get right to my conversation with Sophie Dalla. <laughs> How's the general soul today? It's good. The general soul's pretty good. It's quite relaxed. It's been, you know, the first day I've really had to relax in a while, so that's been really nice. Um, yeah. Good. You've been working a lot, yeah. doing lots of things. Yeah. It feels like it's been nonstop, so, yeah, it's super nice to just be able to Enjoy today. Just relax, take it easy, take a breath, do a little yoga, do some meditation. I've been doing, uh, I've been trying to focus on meditating lately, really trying to take those moments to just defocus, take some breaths, especially right before I go to sleep, you know, to get those, those good dreams, get that bad juju, just push it right out of my ears and so I can... I can feel all that that nice energy flowing in as I fall asleep. It's been good. Yeah, it's it's so important to make time to do that stuff, isn't it? Definitely. Keeps the same. <laughs> I see that you've been cooking up a storm. Actually, I saw some buttery, amazing goodness on your Instagram stories. I'd love to hear about it. some sort of some sort of bread. I just I just wanted to stuff it all in my mouth all at once. Okay, I've been on a real. I don't know what you call it, but I've been every single day. I've got, because you have, it takes 24 hours, the dough takes 24 hours, so you make it the next day, the next morning. So you, basically, it's an Italian olive oil baguette that doesn't need, require any kneading. And uh, I first found Stecco when I went to my one of my favorite bakeries in LA, it's called Wee Bakery on Melrose. Huh. Really amazing. Um, but they have the most amazing Stecco, and ever since I've been eating it there, I was like, I need to try and make this at home. Like, I've never been much of a baker. I've never, you know, I'm a cook, right? I love to cook. I've just not done much with bread or pastry or anything like that. So 
It's it's calling to you. Come eat me. I feel that. Oh my god. There's there's nothing like a fresh baked loaf of bread. I oh it oh, sounds delicious. So so that's become sort of a, a passion that you've picked up uh, during these months during quarantine. Well, I had grown up with a love of food and a love of cooking. I did it throughout high school. It was like a thing, you know, I would come home on a Friday after school and I'd sit and make dumplings for, you know, the seven in my family. I'd sit there and hand make dumplings. Like, I Ah. have always been someone who's obsessed with cooking, but moved to LA a couple of years ago. I was so busy with other stuff, with, with work. I didn't really have the time to, to cook meals for myself or, or I was living alone so also it's hard to cook for one. So it's been something I've picked up again since having the time on my hands to do so. Yeah. And I'll you know, I'll um I'll make, you know, some, some things and I'll drop them off at friends' houses and stuff, you know. Like I, yesterday I went to my friend's house, which I was very careful, it's very I just got a test, I just got a COVID test, so but I made her a big uh, pot of pasta visual, so Ooh. <laughs> everything about that dish just sounds delicious. It's it's delicious to say, it's delicious to eat. That's a it's a great dish all around. It is. Well, that's a very nice uh, that's very nice of you. That's a good friend. It's a really good friend that drops by with deliciously fresh baked things. Yeah, she just had a baby. I would mention. So I was like, I need to make you <laughs> Oh, nice. That's so great. I've. I've been snacking myself to death for pretty much all of the months since this has been going on. I just, in fact, I've got, I've got like a raspberry coffee cake sitting here next to me right now. That's just waiting to be eaten. I have too many things. Like I had to, I had to, I had to put them sort, I had to store them safely away so I wouldn't be just eating them all the time. I love to cook too. I do enjoy baking, although man, it's been it's been a long time. I also have roommates, so I have to sparse my kitchen time. It gets really hinky in there if we're <laughs> if we're all trying to make things at the same time. Absolutely. Are they, are they into cooking? Yes. Cooking as well? Yes, they are. They're much better yeah. cooks than I am. One of them is I, uh, I is trying getting... to be a chef. So. Okay. I can imagine that getting a little competitive. It does. Okay. It does, <laughs> and I think our. I think our appetites are synced because we always end up in the kitchen at the exact same time. The kitchen is, it's too compact. It's too, it's too small. So it's pretty, it's pretty much a, a one person per meal kind of kitchen, you know, <laughs> but that's okay. The apartment always smells really good because uh, they're that's always right. making something. Love that. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you are from Sydney, Australia, mm-hmm. and you've been yeah. here... Uh, you've been here for a while though, right? In Los Angeles? Yeah. Yeah, I've been here for six years, which is, seems crazy to say out loud, because how does six years go by like that? But yeah, six years it's been. <laughs> awesome. Lovely, yeah. I've been here for eight, and, uh, oh, well, eight and a half. Loving every minute of it. It's amazing. It's a great city. It comes with its, with its ups and downs, but, you know. <laughs> That's definitely for sure. A lot of people poo-poo it and say, you know, it's too, 
it's it's too metropolitan. There's the, you know it's too it's weird. A lot of people say it's got this weird vibe about it. I love the weird vibe. That's one of the many reasons I enjoy being here. You know. Absolutely. There is there is a weird vibe, you know. <laughs> but like I think the weird vibe is something that you either love or don't like, you know. It's 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 yeah. And I'm loving you it. Know, I think people either love LA, LA or hate LA. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I won't live anywhere else unless I'm, you know, pulled with the metal hook, kicking and screaming. I uh, I love the strangeness of people. Lots of good walking around, you know, that kind of thing. And I like to explore. I've yeah. sort of lived in all the different little pieces of the city and uh, moved around, you know, the the good parts and the really terrible parts. <laughs> kind of got to see it all. And, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's eclectic, yet not at all eclectic. Yeah. And yeah. I love it. I was watching one of your other interviews and you actually talked about maybe uh, starting a cooking show of some sort. Oh, is, yeah. is this coming together? Is this happening? Is this a reality? This is happening. This is happening. This is very much in the works. It's going to be a, um, yeah, it's going to be, I'm going to have a cooking show. I'm really excited about it. It's going to, it's going to be called a quick pickle and it's about me in the kitchen facing different challenges and having to get out of the pickle. I love um, it. And yes, I'm really excited to start it's definitely something I developed through quarantine and developed through having some time on my hands. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited about it. You were talking with the other interviewer about how much you've got into pickling, just pickling just everything around the house. It's very, that's very interesting. I, I know nothing about that world at all. It's pretty simple. It's just one of those things that like, pickling is essentially, you know, Salt, sugar, vinegar, you know, and, and, and then obviously you just adjust flavors and you, you, you think about what tastes good with what, you know? It's weird. I, I pick, yeah, <laughs> I pickled butternut squash and pumpkins and, and, and everything, weirdly. It's just like a weird thing that I like to do. I don't think that's weird. I, I think that's great. It sounds, that all sounds delicious. I'll, I'll try anything once, twice and three times if it's good. Um, <laughs> I eat we I eat a lot of fried things, which is very bad for me. I know, I'm I'm one of those. Uh, you know, I have I'm from the Midwest, so I have very Midwestern tastes. Uh, you know, you give me one of those deep fried Twinkies, I'm just I'm going for it. I love that stuff. I'm not I'm not deep fried Mars bar. Have you heard of a Mars bar? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Is that good? Yeah, I've had a deep. Sorry about that. I I sort of I had some digital something rather happening. I I don't know what was going on. But you were talking about I I heard fried Mars bar and I'm I'm ex I'm very excited about it. That sounds incredibly delicious. Yes, honestly, it's just like disturbingly good. It's just like this is I uh, this is the craziest taste I've ever had, and it works and it's delicious. Oh, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta try that for sure. Let, yeah, if you, I mean, if it's on a stick and you dunk it in things, I'll, I'll, I'll probably eat it. Um, 
Uh, and I love fried pickles to to bring both of the worlds around. I love that. I love fried pickles so much. Wow. You ever yeah, had those? I actually haven't had a fried pickle yet. Oh, you got to try it. It's shocking that I've been here for as long as I've been here and not tried a fried pickle. I must. Absolutely. Um, I know this is a, a cheesy place to suggest, but I like the ones from Buffalo Wild Wings. I usually okay. get them with my, my honey barbecue, you know, boneless wings. Delicious. Oh, uh, dip them in a little good. bit of... Um, either ranch or like honey mustard. Oh, mm, oh, stupendous. Um, okay, we, we, gotta, we gotta talk about the important stuff because you've been doing a lot of amazing things uh, in film and television. Um, all right, I know everybody brings this up and I have to because this is the first time meeting you. Tell me about your experience on Unbroken and working with Angelina and all of that fun stuff. Honestly, that, so that was the first um, ever professional sort of role I ever had. And it was, I shot it all in my, my, summer, my high school summer holidays. Uh, it was a real fluke, sort of booking that role. And, and then it sort of changed my life because I got to work with an idol of mine. I also, Roger Deakins was the, was the DOP, you know, uh-huh. so him and, uh, and Jack O'Connell, I got to work with such an amazing cast and I learned so, so, so much. It was truly one of those moments in my life where I can say that's when I, that was the most, one of the most pivotal things that ever happened to me. I, I was then, that was then I, that I was then sure that I wanted to be an actress and that I wanted to move here and, and keep doing that in LA and it's you know I'm so fortunate that it's that it's you know that this you know that it'll happen that way so fortunate to have been able to come here with the premiere of that movie and then you know you know find find reps and and start booking things and yeah it's been a real crazy journey since then a real roller coaster that's that's absolutely incredible so you say it was a fluke how how so how did, how did it happen? Yeah. How did it come together? It happened because, I mean, look, I auditioned and I got the part, but I, I didn't, I don't, I didn't know what an, even an acting agent was. Like I didn't, I wasn't, uh, I wanted to be an actress or a dancer or a, I love performing, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what that actually meant. Uh, I didn't know the steps in which one took to get that to that. Um, and so when I was really young, I was randomly scouted to be a model, and then the mo- they thought I would grow. I'm only five four. They thought maybe I'd grow and be a model. I don't know. And then, yeah. and now that never happens. So they were like, well, you know, you, we know that you dance and you sing. So let's let's like, you gotta go to this agency. Like we have a friend who you know reps some you know some actors, and and so I signed with this agent, and you know I'd maybe audition like twice a year, once a year, whatever. I was in high school. It was like, wow, I got look at like it's still. I mean it. And I yeah. got this audition, I read it through, I went in to see the casting director, and I did it once, I felt really good about it, and I left the room, and, you know, I think it was like a week or a week and a half later, where they were like, you're on hold for the job, and I was like, <gasps> and then, I had school that day, oh. I had to go to school, and wait, and they said, by the end of the day, well, you'll know, and you know, three o'clock is the end of the school day. When you're you looking. can't concentrate on, on anything. <laughs> 
yeah. That's truly amazing. That's such a uh, a magical moment when you get that call. <laughs> um, I, I remember I was uh, on the phone to my agent at the time, and I was literally running around trying to keep like a very professional voice, like, "Oh yes, okay, so what are the shooting dates?" Run literally in my kitchen, like running around like this, yeah, like, right. <laughs> Yeah. I can imagine. I've I've had those moments too. You just you're like on pins and needles and you you know, your uh <laughs> your brain is all over the place. Never goes away, does it though also? Like I found No. I I mean the first time is the first time, but then and then it, but then, you know, landing any sort of roll up until then it's always been like wow you know and it's been it's that feeling and I, it's that adrenaline you get from being like being an actor and like you know it, it's mm-hmm. interesting it's cool yeah it's what fuels us that it's what fuels us that feeling mm-hmm. how was uh how was the set how how was that how was being there and you know um that that whole environment it was incredible it was the to this day one of the most grand sets that I've ever seen most elaborate sets everything I've done more uh, yeah so it was shot in Fox Studios in Sydney and all around Australia so you know set in the 40s I got to dress up in like you know in a beautiful dress and the sound stage was the size of a stadium you know oh wow the food on set was like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I have to tell you, I remember one day I was really hungry. This is so this is so deep up, but I what? I was so hungry. I, I missed lunch or something happened, and I couldn't be there. And uh, you know, I made friends with the caterers because I just thought they were great. And I was like, I'm so hungry. I missed lunch, and they're like, Oh, did you want something to eat? And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> and they like literally go and come back with this whole like spread of like crudite and like freshly made hummus and like dips and I was just like this is yeah this is good this is good I like this life (laughs) absolute heaven yeah yeah that's you know that that is a great attitude to have to uh you know you want to make friends with as many people as you can on set make friends with everyone but (laughs) especially catering because they all treat you right they really will Yes. Oh, I, I know what it's like to be, you know, a cook and like want to feed people. And I feel mm-hmm. like the same mentality is probably, you know, a lot, I think among chefs or among cooks, we like, you know, we want to take care of our friends. We want to cook for them. Of so course. Definitely loved the guys, loved the team, but was, yes, the, just a slight bit of incentive there. With, just with the, with just the, a little. <laughs> Of all the things that you've uh, that you've made and put together, and and with your pickling, like what is your favorite dish to make or favorite dish to eat? Huh, hard to say what my favorite dish. Um, I love making like I love using. This is a real special occasion sort of 
situation, but I have a Danabe that's a grill type Danabe, mm-hmm. um, which is like a Japanese hot pot, but uh, this certain type you put uh, wood chips inside it and you light a flame. And it's basically the ceramic pot. You do it outdoors and you do it super simple. You get uh, vegetables and fish and, and stuff like that and you sit and you make dipping sauces and you just grill your food and you oh. dip it in the sauce and yeah. That's, it's the most simple thing. It doesn't require actually much cooking, but it is the simplicity of it is what mm-hmm. I love. Yeah. Sometimes that's really the best, the mm-hmm. the simple stuff. Um, I uh, I like to have, <laughs> I like the um, salsa con queso. I eat it like all the time. <laughs> I know oh, that's to- okay. that's totally random, but uh, like I, I like to mix it in with other things too. The the um, the salsa con queso, like um, you know, I'll put it in tacos sometimes on oh. burgers, things of that nature. Like it mixes so very well because it's already sauce. You know, you just uh-huh. you just pour it right in, and sometimes you know I'll I'll mix it with with random. I'll put in some spices and just kind of. You know, mess around with it. Yeah. So good. Yeah, that sounds good. So you had an absolutely incredible time on Unbroken. I'm very jealous. That sounds uh, unbelievable. And one of your uh, other recent movies was was an indie called Satanic. And that's with with Sarah Hyland, right? And uh, director Jeffrey Hunt. Tell me all about that. That was really amazing. Uh, That was one of the the films I shot uh, earlier on in in my time here, it was really exciting because it was, I think, maybe the first role I shot in the States. Uh, so, you know, it was a really, it was interesting to walk with someone like Sarah Hyland, who is, you know, famously, you know, on Modern Family and has such a big, you know, I grew up watching that show, so I was like, this is cool. And, you know, you realize that everyone's really down to earth and wants to make a good, you know, a good project and everyone's working hard and, you know, yeah, it was an incredible experience. It was a more sort of grounding experience and, and taught me a lot more of what was to come because it wasn't of the level of, you know, Unbroken, but it was still, you know, a, it had a big budget, it had it had big cast, it had an amazing director, and it was just more like, it was, it was, it was like what a true indie film feels like. It was... Yeah, everyone's walking together. It feels like a team. There's a, it's a smaller, you know, there's over hundreds and hundreds of people on set on something like Bro- Unbroken. And so on a film like this, is maybe like 60, 70. And so you get used to seeing everyone every day. And, mm-hmm. and you make friends and the crew. And, you know, it's, yeah, it was a really amazing experience shooting that. Everyone, everyone kind of gets to be like family, very, very close-knit. You get very connected. <laughs> Absolutely. And Sarah was cool. Absolutely lovely. Yeah. Super lovely. Mm-hmm. I met her very briefly at a um, uh, at an event for the Paley Center once. Mm-hmm. I think she was, I think she was doing a voice for something that I was covering. Oh, um, cool. Very sweet. Seemed seemed pretty chill. Yeah, she's super chill. So you've been here in L.A. for six years, still loving it. 
I know you mentioned the uh, the little the patisserie that you uh, got the the dough from. What what are uh, like some of the other places around LA that you've come to love? Like what what are what are some areas in LA that you like to frequent? Do you mean like? Do you go hiking at all or anything like that? I hike every morning. I hike every morning. I hike. There's there's a hike near me which I love. I I have a dog and a cat, and well, I can't take my cat, so I take my dog. Some people do. <laughs> I don't know. Not Gene. He would not be into that. But yeah, Buddy loves it. He loves getting. Uh, yeah. Um, I love hiking. I mean, I love a little hike in the morning, and then yeah, I go to love different. I love going around getting coffee. I have a few favorite coffee shops. Um, go get them, Tiger. I love. And, Go get them, Tiger. That's a new one. Yeah, it's a, it's a great one. I'm lame. I just, I'm lame. I go to Starbucks, you know. Of all the, um, of the projects that you've worked on, uh, what would you like to work on? Carte Blanche, had your pick of the litter, work in any genre. Um, like, what, what kind of project would you like to work on? Who would you like to work with? Like, I'd love to work with, I've had a really amazing, like, I've been very lucky and had all these amazing, you know, indie films and films that I've worked on over the last couple of years of being here. What I'd love to work on now is being more, like, I'd love to work with uh, some really cool, like, I have, I love film. And there are some, there are some DPs out there that I'd love to work with. There's some, um, smaller smaller names that I just like look at their work and I'm like wow like you're so talented so I'd love to like have there is no ideal role for me the ideal role is like just getting to tell, tell story that I care about I would shoot anything I mean look I've always said that be like being on Boardwalk Empire oh Oh yeah. Um, yeah. No. When I like, if I have to think, if I think about that, the dream role is just shooting something that I truly care about and working with a team that I'm, re I really respect and and a director that I really respect and like le learning, just just to keep mm -hmm. on learning. Yeah. Uh, would you like to do another like era piece? Is there, a, is there a, another era that you would like to work in that you haven't already? I'd love to work in the 20s. I'd love to work in the 20s. Any sort of era. Like, I'd even love to do, um, you know, like Shakespearean sort of, like, like Same. corsets and, and getting to work in that sort of, with that language and, and uh, yeah, even that. Get a little iambic pentameter action. So Pardon? Get a little iambic pentameter action. Yeah, 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 you know? I, I, I do. Sounds like a fun challenge. Definitely a challenge, but I, that's what I love anyway, so. If you could do a Shakespeare piece, which one would you want to work on? Hmm. Maybe like a cool remake. Like a cool, like... Like the way that like uh, what was that one? Dakota, uh, Elle Fanning just did. Um, like a cool way we make a much ado about nothing or something. Oh. Like something with a lot of drama, mm -hmm. but like you could also bring a lot of humor into. You know, um, something something like that. I don't know. I think a series version I could see being cool. That that would be awesome. Yeah. I would 
I think you'd be awesome in that. Um, Macbeth would be great. <laughs> of course. High drama. Obviously. Lots of death. Lots of blood. High drama. Mm-hmm. Death. Lots of blood. I've done uh, I've done a little bit of Shakespeare. Um, not on film, unfortunately, but oh boy, I'd love to sink my teeth into some some Hamlet or even something really fun like uh, you know um, uh, Midsummer. Have you done many of these, like, uh, have you done many podcasts or, like, Zoom sort of things? I have more recently, uh, you know, in the last couple of months. Uh, you know, everything's on Zoom now, so yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah everything's... I'm learning it. I'm learning it. I'm not great. I'm not the most technical of computer wizards, but right. uh, I try. There's, there's lots to pick up. There's lots of buttons happening and yeah. things things going on <laughs> how are you feeling about this new uh the twitter stories the fleets they're calling them i don't have twitter i only have any like holiday plans are you uh doing anything fun for i know we're all sort of inside uh are you doing a, a christmas zoom or anything well so i will be so I, you know my family's in australia everyone's there but i yeah I, I'm gonna to go to my boyfriend's family Thanksgiving, which I'm super excited. Nice. At this time of the year, so I could go home and think about, but obviously I can't. So yeah, it's it's actually I'm really excited to experience Christmas and New Year's and all of that in America this year. I enjoy spending Christmas where it's warm. Don't mind having oh, the, uh, you know, the the Christmas tree. With the daylight shining through the window. You'd like, you'd like Australia then. Yeah, uh, I'm from Illinois, so it it always snows. And uh, I've woken up many Christmases with snow pushing against the door. It gets up so high and... Uh, Whoa! No, thank you. <laughs> uh, that, to me, sounds so exciting. Yeah? Yeah. Well, you should uh, you should take a trip to Chicago and uh, spend a spend a uh, spend a holiday or a winter there. You'll get uh, very tired of it very quickly. <laughs> well, Sophie, thank you so much for for joining me. I really appreciate it. Um, I wish you uh, all the the best of luck and and uh, all your continued endeavors and in your career. And uh, I can't wait to watch your cooking show. It sounds it sounds great. I'm going to, you know, I, I always love learning things about picking up, uh, you know, new cooking ideas and things of that nature. So really look forward to that. Lovely to meet you also. Thank you. Great to meet you. Uh, one more time. I know you said you're on Instagram. What's your handle on Instagram so people can? It's at Sophie Dala. Just your name. Cool. At uh, S-O-P-I-E. My name. Okay. You got it. Thank you so much, Sophie. Thank you, too. Remember, you can follow me, as always, across all the places at Devlin Wilder. That's D-E-V-L-I-N-W-I-L-D-E-R. And Faux Real at Faux Real Pod. That's F-A-U-X-R-E-A-L-P-O-D. That's it for this one. See you on the next one.